Uh, yes, people, once again, welcome, welcome, welcome back to Chima Chat's Foot. I am your host, Chima, and we are here to chat the foot. Liverpool, Liverpool, top the league. Liverpool, Liverpool, top the league. 2-0 win against Burnley Rugby Club. 2-0 win against uh, Burnley Monstars. Um, just a great win overall in general. Um Happened to be in New York City to watch this game. Shout out to my good man, Mike, another Liverpool fan. We chatted football for a couple hours, and it was incredible. So without any further ado, let's really get into the game here. Um, in my opinion, this was a it was just a really important victory to continue the momentum from our, our, our first uh, 3-0 win, now a 2-0 win. A 2-0 win in scoreline, in my opinion, is I call it the professional scoreline. It means you did what you had to do, you scored, you held out your opponent, and then you put the dagger in again, which we saw Sadio Mane do with an exquisite ball from Trent. But we'll get there. <sighs> Excuse me. Okay, so as far as the three, all right, we're going to start in the midfield. Um, we do midfield, defense, and attack. Um, the midfield, no Fabinho. Um, he had obviously lost his father, so we want to send our, our love and our condolences out to uh, Fabinho and his family at this time. Um, he didn't start, but Hendo came back. And it's always good to see Jordan Henderson in the midfield. It is always, always, always good. Um, I believe we're 25% more likely to win when Hendo's on the pitch, and it's no surprise. I know I know he might not be the sexiest player, or you know, he's not Steven Gerrard, but... I think the whole football world is coming to realize that Jordan Henderson's range of passing, his um, tenacity, his doggedness, and, and overall his leadership is so key for this Liverpool football team. I mean, you look at a club like Arsenal, who are who are leaderless, look at them, you know, and we've done our Arsenal rant, so we, we won't do too much more. But um, Hendo being back was just incredible, and I'm so happy to see him out there, see our captain, Skipper, out there leading the troops. We got to talk about Nabi Keita. Another start for Nabi Kaita. I mean, dare I say it, this is the healthiest Nabi Kaita we have seen in quite a while. And I'll be honest, I really like what I'm saying. I really, really like what I'm saying. I think that he has a chance to um, make that Shuttler role, that Wijnaldum role, his own. He did a whole lot of pressing today. He was flying around. He was making things happen. And Again, Nabi Kaita is not the offensive dynamo that maybe we expected, right? He's not going to be firing the 25-yard curlers. Um, he's not going to be putting in the through balls as much as we might have thought. But he is an all-around number eight slash six, and he does a lot of work. He's always pressing. Nabi is always an outlet. So I really, really hope that Nabi Kaita, because um, Dan Kennett, who's who's one of my favorite Liverpool journalists, he released um, Liverpool's squad and noted uh, squad depth in each position, and he goes, hey, Liverpool's squad depth is pretty good. The problem is he's including players like Minamino, Origi, Curtis Jones, and before today, Harvey Elliott. So we're going to get on to Harvey Elliott now. Um, he played in the uh, the kind of right midfield position, mixed in with the attack very, very well. And I knew the kid was good, right? I've always liked Harvey Elliott, the little bit that I've seen from him on loan at Blackburn. Um, how he carries himself. I knew this kid was good, but Harvey Elliott is a baller. You know, he has he has what they say, you know, in the UK, he has techers. The guy that, so he starts out maybe a couple minutes into the match, 
He's already got on the ball. He's driving at defenders. He's getting fouled like he's prime Ronaldinho. It's it's amazing. And the player comparison, the way he kind of swivels around the ball, drops a shoulder, a little bit of Jack Grealish. You know, he had that hair, and he also gave me some David Beckham vibes. Um, if you're old enough to remember, you know, Beckham with the with the dirty blonde um, kind of cropped haircut right there. Harvey Elliott was just really incredible. Um, there's, of course, the moment where he gets the ball from Virgil, who we'll, we'll get to, um, gets the ball from Virgil about 40 yards on his chest. One time controls it, brings it down. And this ball came all the way from right side at center back, all the way across the field. Chest control, deads it, and, and is ready to play. I mean, Harvey Elliott was outstanding against a very, very physical and, like I said, Burnley rugby club. He was getting booted about the pitch like you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, this is an 18-year-old kid, first start for Liverpool in a real match, first start with fans back at Anfield against a very, very physical opponent. You can see why Jurgen trusts him. You can see why Jurgen feels like, you know what, this kid, this kid's got something. You just, you, you just really love to see. Um, and, and here's the thing. That really goes back to Dan Kennett and his um, Liverpool squad sheet. Maybe we can start counting Harvey Elliott as reliable depth. If yesterday's indication is anything to go by, Harvey Elliott is ready to play in the Premier League and is ready to be called upon. He, he just provides something different. You know, he, he absolutely is. He lost the ball a couple of times. He's still a kid, but... Harvey Elliott was an absolute, one of the best players on the pitch. And that's difficult for me to say when it was such a good performance. And there were so many other, you know, very, very sharp performances out there. Harvey Elliott stood out amongst senior professionals. Um, Now moving on to the back, it was great to see VVD back. I mean, calm as you like. Um, How many 40-yard balls did he whip out there? to someone's chest or he found Mo Salah with, I think it was even deeper than 40 yards right to his feet. Um, I think it, it's, it's a throwback to Bayern Munich a couple years ago at the Allianz arena. Sadio Mane, you know, Virgil van Dijk whips a ball in there. We were wearing those nice gray kits, the, the light gray alternate kits. Virgil van Dijk whips a ball up there and Sadio Mane turns Manuel Neuer, turns him again and then kind of chips it into the empty net. And I'm like, oh, man, that's when I knew we had something. That's when I knew we, we were rolling, you know. And Joel Matip right next to him. Nobody wants to admit it, but, you know, there's a post saying, is Joel Matip better than Harry Maguire? And I'm like, well, that's up for debate. And if you're asking me who I'd rather have, um, Harry Maguire edges it just because of his reliability and his non-injury record. But if we take injury, injuries out of it and just talk football player, just talk defender, Joel Matzip's range of passing is incredible. Joel Matzip is calm under pressure. Joel Matzip is a good one-on-one defender. I mean, at times he probably looks a little more gangly than I'd like with his limbs flying everywhere. But Joel Matzip had an incredible game, a nice, quiet game. Performed at everything he had to do. Kostas Simikas, the Greek warrior. Whoa. This dude is ready for this level. Um, the past two games, he's been awesome. Um, he's like a a more compact. He, he looks like a boxer. If you ever look at Simicast, he looks like a boxer. The guy looks like he's absolutely ready to get into any street fight. And that is just what I love about all the Liverpool players. 
in my opinion, this is the most. Well, I'll talk to talk about the squad later. Let me let me let me kind of reel myself in a bit. But Simicast up and down that left wing, doing his best Robbo impression. He's beating a man. You know, he got a he got a little slap around the ear from James Milner the the, the last game when he lost the ball. But that's what it takes. That standard of excellence and saying, hey, look, you can't even lose the ball one time. Um, and, and I thought he was excellent. I thought he was very good. Um, the balls that he whipped in, I mean, dare I say it, they're better than Robertson's. And Robertson's are good. But that ball for the first goal that he whipped in uh, to Diogo, the dog, Diogo Jota, my man, um, incredible. And it's almost like, you know what? That delivery combined with the defensive skills, because he gets after it. He's a very, very tenacious defender. And he's, a, he's, he's speedy up and down that wing. I really, really enjoyed Costa Simicas, and I really hope that he'll be able to play more regularly. And guess what? Whisper it quietly, Reds. We may be able to rest Andy Robertson more. I know. Crazy. Um, you know, moving on to the other side, we have Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Great today. Whipping in balls constantly, just doing his thing up and up and down that that right hand side, um, the the defensive side of his game, which people like to kind of poke poke holes at because you have to poke holes with a great player, especially a Liverpool player. Um, Gareth Southgate, are you watching? We're not going to get back into our, our Gareth Southgate rant, but just imagine being Gareth Southgate and seeing Trent, all of the things that he does, and says, you know what, uh, I'm okay. Kieran Tripper, Kieran Trippier can do that for me. You know, there's no other player, English player, right, in the defensive ranks like Trent. There's no English player in the team exactly like Trent in any position. So anyways, I thought he, I thought Trent was great today. Um, got up and down well, was always involved. You know, he loves a cross, but that ball that he played for Sadio Mane, my goodness. That whole sequence of play, Virgil spans it out 40 yards, Elliot Chest control, kills it, plays it into Trent. Trent plays it a first time, chipped ball over the defender into the path of Sadio Mane, and he crushes it. Happy for Sadio. Super happy. I mean, when Sadio Mane scores, isn't it just better? Isn't everything just better? I like it when Sadio scores and when Bobby scored the most because, you know, things just happen. The day just happens to go better. You know what I mean? But anyways... Trent was awesome, and, and I really think he's, he's rounding back into that form. And if you see him physically, he's growing into more of a, a man's body. Shoulders are getting a little bit wider. Um, you can see he's developing a little bit more muscle, and I think that will bode well for him as he goes into um, these next couple of seasons because Trent's no pushover. Trent will absolutely get in your face and mix it up with you. After all, he's a scouser, you know, so um, uh, good on him. Now, moving on to the attack. We got to start with Diogo Jota. Two goals, two games. Um, people thought maybe Firmino would start this game, but the truth is Diogo has to play. He has to play, and I am completely okay with bringing on Firmino 65, 70 minutes to change things up. I think that if people don't realize, Firmino has played a lot of football, a lot of football over the past couple of years. And being able to say, hey, Firmino, take a couple games off, rest, get it together, I'm looking at Liverpool's bench like, wow, is this, is this actually depth? For the first time, like this is, this is nice. I could get used to this, right? Um, but absolutely, uh, a, a great job by Diogo Jota getting two and two. 
Um, he has this thing of scoring, and then maybe you might not see him as much for the rest of the game. But if you're a forward and you score, I can't really fault you. I thought he played well in other spaces as, spaces too. Um, Mo Salah was everywhere, trying everything, trying to get it done. Um, he really, really wanted that goal. And to be honest, that Harvey Elliott ball to him that ultimately ended up being ruled offside was amazing. That was a really, really incredible pass um, and an incredible first-time finish. So Harvey Elliott's already forming that kind of telepathic bond that, that we like uh, at Liverpool where, hey, Bobby understands Mo, Mo understands Sadio, Sadio understands uh, everything. You know what I mean? What doesn't Sadio understand? But I just really, really liked that interconnectivity between those two. You know, Sadio was looking for his goal. You know, I thought that he was lively. Um, didn't think it was his best performance as far as affecting the game and constantly being dangerous. But there was so many times where his, he had a shot, he just couldn't get enough power on it. He kept trying to do that turn and shoot, which he's really good at, just couldn't get enough on it. He has a header, tries to send it far post, just couldn't get enough on it. Um, but, you know, like I said, that sequence between Virgil, Harvey, Trent, that beautiful first-time clipped ball, one-time finish smash. And, oh, man, I was at Carragher's Liverpool Bar in New York City. Let me give a big plug right there. Um, even though they do not sponsor uh, Chima Chat's Foot Podcast, if you see somebody from Carragher's in New York City, tell them that they need to go ahead and run me my coins. Anyways, the whole bar just erupted when Sadio scored because it was such a beautiful goal, and it had, it had been coming. You don't want a 1-0 lead with Burnley. They'll kind of make you walk a tightrope. You know, they were already doing their classic play acting, flopping all over the place. You know, the classic, I, I elbow you in the ribs and no one's looking, but if you get me back with the same retribution that I gave you, I'm on the floor, I'm wailing, I'm crying. There was a time when it got a little sticky when uh, Dwight McNeil, I want to shout him out. Um, funny enough, Burnley's only uh, quote-unquote black player. Um, take that, you know, as what you will. He was great today. He was Burnley's easily their best player. Um, very, very hard to contain on that left wing. And there was a time where Trent comes in and kind of barges him over. And I'm like, come on, not a penalty. But luckily, we were able to uh, escape that without one. Um, as a whole, I felt that the team played well. And honestly, I was saying this earlier. This is one of this is probably the most together squad that you're going to find in the Premier League. I mean, these guys really play for one another. Allison, another clean sheet. Allison, you might not need them all game, but he'll come up with two huge saves right in the nick of time. And that's what a good goalkeeper can do. Um, Allison did a fantastic job of distributing the ball, kind of those short passes right down the middle to Nabi to get it going. Um, Allison in all black, I mean, that's just what you want to see. What a, what, what a handsome Brazilian that we have um, in the sticks. I loved it. I love the win. Another clean sheet to the top of the league. Now um, we're going to go ahead and look at Arsenal versus Chelsea. Um, United play Southampton in a little bit. Um, City won their their obligatory five nil smashing of a team that you know that doesn't matter. So City won, but United, Arsenal, Chelsea they all stand to drop points today. Um, it's going to be an exciting one. I'm really really looking forward to it. I think I'm going to go with Arsenal three. I'm mean, excuse me, Arsenal three. Right, right. Like Arsenal could score three goals. I know. Um, Chelsea three, Arsenal nil. I think Arsenal are going to get pounded. Maybe they score one, so I'll settle it at a 3-1 scoreline. But there's, in my, in my mind, there's no way Arsenal can win. Even though they do raise their game against Chelsea, they play much better. Chelsea have the bit between their teeth right now. Um, they're going to add Romelu Lukaku, like I said, in the last pod. And I think he's going to feast on Arsenal's back line. That's, that, that's what I think. Um, it really, really 
doesn't look good for Arsenal. So I'm going to enjoy watching that. I think we're going to I'm going to go to Football Factory um, in New York City, which is uh, a very, very crazy football bar where everyone is stark raving mad, apparently. And that's my type of place. So with that being said, I'm going to have to love you and leave you. Um, wanted to touch on the game once again, Liverpool two, Burnley nil. Um, sent Burnley b- back up packing to the uh, the region where they belong, uh, where they have lots of uh, progressive ideas and, and, and are inclusive of everyone. So um, couldn't have happened to nicer people. Anyways, big up all the Reds around the world. I really hope everyone is staying safe. Uh, please take care of one another. I'm going to be escaping from New York City soon, but not before I catch more foot. Um, happy Sunday. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. This is Chima for Chima Chat's Foot signing off. I'm out.